Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wolverine Buzz podcast. Now, you might notice that this isn't Sam's voice. It's Matthew Drackman, your editor-in-chief. Sam's out for today, but I'll be filling in for him today. We've got you guys a very special episode today. We have the former governor here with us, Governor Gary Herbert. And we also have the director, Justin Jones, of the Gary Herbert Institute here today with us. Guys, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you. Well, thank you. It's great to be with you. Hey, God bless you. Thank Justin's you, always good to see you, my Welcome. friend. Welcome. So I wanted Thank to you. talk to you guys a little bit about um, the Herbert Institute on campus. Basically things, um, it's a brand new on campus. You guys have been sort of making it a good name for yourselves and especially when it comes to student opportunities. So governor, if I could start with you, just um, what were your, um, what are some things you wanted to achieve with the Institute? Why did you want to originally found it? And um, what does it mean for students? Well, thank you. It's, it is honor, an honor to be here with you, and I appreciate the invitation I had years ago to when I retired from being governor to come and affiliate with Utah Valley University. And I've had involvement with this university long before it was a university, clear back in the Utah trade tech days, and I became a, an instructor in the evening school here in the business department. I was here for a number of years teaching real estate and, and helping people learn more about investing in real estate and how to get a license if you wanted to be a real estate agent, salesman. Um, and when I had an opportunity to talk to Matt Holland one day, he said, what are you going to do when you're done? Maybe you ought to come and affiliate with Utah Valley University. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. And we followed that up with President Taminas, and the rest is history, as they say. The opportunity to be involved with the students here was a great opportunity for me to kind of give back and to share what I've learned over my accumulated 75 years of life and specifically my 30 years, six months, and five days of being an elected official, first as a county commissioner, uh, then as the lieutenant governor, and then finally as governor for nearly 12 years. So I think there's some things I can share. Uh, the, the design is really to help young people experience politics, policymaking, internships, opportunities to serve, learn, uh, and, and for them to be civically minded we all as Americans have a responsibility to participate. And so that's part of what we're here for is help people understand where they can make a difference and their voices needs to be heard. And so we're going to help them. And truly, I feel like that's a very righteous cause, especially in a time where um, we have voter turnouts for youth that aren't really that high. So being able to provide civic opportunities, I think, is a very incredible experience for a lot of students. Um, let's go a little bit into more about, um, different kinds of events that, um, the Institute puts on. So you guys recently held a forum. I remember the first event that I ever attended was the, um, redistricting forum that oh, you guys yeah. did. That was, that's actually where we met actually. Um, I thought that was incredible. Um, you also did here recently held a speaker event with Mike Pence. You had different forums about the, um, flag redesign and all these sort of things. What can we be expecting from the Institute? You know, I think a lot of things, and we're kind of evolving to see where we fit. We really are kind of at the junction point for the constitutional studies, political science, business department. We had Art Laffer here, for example, a renowned Nobel Prize winning economist, uh, helped set Ronald Reagan's economic policy, which led to the longest peacetime prosperity in American history. He invented what's called the Laffer Curve, and and so we had help for him to meet with many students and uh, spend some time here. The, the the advantage I have is that I know a lot of people over the 
many years that I've had. You've made connections, made right? Some connections, and they're <laughs> still friends, and so we can invite them to come and participate. We'd hope that we'd have a plethora of different points of view and, and discussions and have guests that will come here on campus at wonderful university and share their points of view and thoughts. Yeah, certainly to help people think themselves and say, do I like that point of view? Do I disagree? Do I agree? We also had Tim Shriver here. Tim Shriver, maybe some would not know his name, as well as his sister, Maria Shriver, who was married to Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor of California. And uh, I met uh, Tim. And the governor, as it were, right? The governor. <laughs> uh, yes, right. And uh, so Tim, you know, he, he's a Democrat and he's a Kennedy. He looks like a Kennedy. He's got the hair, the square jaw. Really a very nice, wonderful gentleman. But he, like many of us, are saying, why do we have this constant bickering where we have contempt for different points of view as opposed to let's just have a rational, common sense discussion and see what we can come up with as far as moving forward together if we can and develop better policy. And so um, Tim has been here and uh, we're working with him now to have him come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with a fellow by the name of Arthur Brooks, who's a professor at Harvard. Uh, and again, a, a person who wrote a book called Love Your Enemies, right. you know, kind of chiding us for the us and them attitude we have too much in today's society, particularly in politics, where it's always us versus them and them is always the enemy. Mm. And he's thinking we can ought to be able to do better. And in fact, they've uh, in, put together what's called the Dignity Index, where we actually are being graded now as politicians. Uh, and how we treat people and what we say. Definitely. And I think that's going to at least raise awareness that we ought to have mutual respect for different points of view and different opinions and work together to find common ground and solutions to the problems and work together in more of a common sense, practical approach, I think. Absolutely. I want to come back to the civility part because I feel like it's a very important um, thing in our political discourse nowadays. Um, Justin, if I can bring you in here as sure. well. Um, I remember us talking a little bit about, um, Governor, exactly what you were talking about. To, the Institute's not just for like, because many people will say, oh, maybe this is a conservative think tank or things like that. But as a policy institute, right, you guys have brought in both like Republicans and Democrats yeah. inside of your inner workings. Is that right? That's absolutely right. In fact, um, while serving as chief of staff to Matt Holland and President Tuminez, we realized that, <clears throat> excuse me, UVU was the only um, in university in Utah without a political institute or a public policy institute. And, and what that means is when a dignitary, someone like Mike Pence or um, or recently Lieutenant Governor Henderson, um, wants to come to UVU, there wasn't a, an official place to host mm-hmm. those uh, dignitaries. Um, former Vice President Mike Pence called his friend Gary Herbert and said, I, I want to come to UVU. I want to lecture. And fortunately, the Herbert Institute was here to um, orchestrate that and work through the details. We we're grateful that he was willing to come out on his own dime. He didn't charge us. And it was the first time in UVU's history we've ever had a current or former vice president of the United States. So it was a great privilege for our campus. Um, I think it's also important to understand that what we're trying to do with the Herbert Institute is really foster future leaders. Mm-hmm. We believe that there's a Gary Herbert or many actually <laughs> in our student body right now that one day will feel the prick of public service and want to act on it. 
And we're hoping that we help train and provide a foundation for those future leaders among the students here at UVU. Absolutely. And I feel like it's also coming back to like with civility and things like that. It's a good influence for a lot of different people. Governor, you mentioned the uh, civility index. They call it the dignity dignity index. index. We ought to treat each other with respect and dignity. So it's called the dignity index. Absolutely. And and you got to remind me, um, your former... Education secretary Tammy Pfeiffer. Tammy Pfeiffer works for Tim Shriver, right? Uh, and is helping put this together. And Utah is the pilot state to try to implement this and see how we can improve our dialogue. And it should be a dialogue, a two-way street of conversation. How can we improve our our discourse and uh, do it in a way that's not offensive that we both can learn together? And, um, you know, I, I, Ronald Reagan, Republican, I, Reagan used to say, if you agree with me 80% of the time, you're my friend. Absolutely. Now we have uh, on both <laughs> sides of the aisle, left or right. Well, if you don't agree with me, 99 out of 100 issues, you're, uh, you know, we're, we're offended, you know, mm-hmm. and go somewhere else. And I'm really concerned about getting our young people involved. It's, it's always hard. Uh, for the 18 to 30 year olds, uh, life happens. Mm-hmm. You're getting your education. Um, you many times get married, have a family. And so politics and participation in the political process becomes more of an afterthought rather than a primary concern. So we're trying to help people understand how significantly important your voice is. It needs to be heard. And we're going to help that to happen with our institute. Uh, again, one of the advantages I have is I just know a lot of people, you know, after that many years of service. And so we're working on people like Condoleezza Rice to come and speak here. John Kerry, former mm-hmm. senator, now uh, doing some work for the Biden administration and traveling around the world in international relations. Uh, my good friend John Hickenlooper, who's the governor of Colorado, Democrat, mm-hmm. now United States senator. He ran for president here recently, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He did. And and that was, <laughs> you know, it was an interesting experience, which made me, again, kind of all my, all these related experiences saying, what can I do to maybe improve what we're doing in our society and getting our young people particularly involved? But he ran for president, and when he was in California, uh, you know, he, he said to the uh, crowd there, we got to quit telling people we're socialists. Right. And he got booed. He got booed off the stage, mm. you know, which he was just surprised as can be. You know, if we were going to be a naturalized citizen, take a test to become a citizen of this great country, one of the questions is what kind of economic system do Americans live under? Fascism, you know, uh, communism, socialism. Mm. That's not, those are not the right answers. It's, it's capitalism. Right. And certainly we have different degrees of government involvement on Democrat, Republican, and that's kind of the great debate. Mm-hmm. We all want to have the same outcomes. I think generally speaking, we want the same outcomes where we sometimes disagree between Democrats, Republicans, and others is the process. How do we get to that point? What do we do? How has government involved in our lives, a greater or smaller, lesser degree? So those are the healthy debates we've always had and we should continue. But they ought to be healthy, meaning that there ought to be mutual respect and and uh, dignity afforded those that we engage with and, and listen and learn together. And maybe we can come up with a better process going forward. Definitely. Um, I feel like it's the importance importance of discourse, right? Being able to hear from many points of view on any given subject. 
I feel like that's why it's the the importance of speakers is also a very important topic, which is actually one of the thing I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about. So we had Mike Pence come to the campus, um, and it really was a, a very successful event that I think. I mean, honestly, I, I never expected to just talk to a former vice president before. <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> but uh, and thanks again for that opportunity. It really meant a lot to me. But but outside we had uh, we had protesters, a few things like that. There were a few um, concerns on the th- previous student council about the quality, as they were putting it, of speakers. So if you guys, uh, I just want to give you guys a chance to say like, why is it important to hear from different points of view, discourses on that sort of front, and what could we do as young people and as a campus in general to be more civil and to understand these discourses. I'll let Justin go first on that, and then I'll add a couple of words. I think it's essential. I mean, the the purpose of the Herbert Institute not only is to build that leadership, as I mentioned earlier, but is to gather the community and having civil discourse, having um, sharing um, other points of view with dignity. And um, as was mentioned by Governor Herbert, I love, I love, I I served, Governor Herbert appointed me several different commissions and committees throughout his tenure as a governor. And I've always loved his approach. It's, it's conservative. That's his perspective, right? But it's say that it's moderate in tone, tone, but inclusive in process. In fact, Mm -hmm. he used to advocate for the business community for investment uh, Mm -hmm. at the legislature in higher education. I used to be like, come on, Governor, just, just do this, you know, do he always brought everyone together. His education excellence commission, which I was a part of, it was amazing. And then that's under that op under that history and that practice that he's put in his 30 years, six months and five days, we are now implementing here at the Herbert Institute. Now the students that, that were impacted, I I've met with them several times and I really appreciate their concerns. Uh, one of the things that I've committed to doing better as we bring in or consider different speakers is to have a conversation with them. We didn't, because of timing and sort of the way things were rolling at the time, we didn't give our student groups enough notice to be Mm. prepared for Mike Pence. And we've we've committed to doing better with that. Sometimes these speakers show up. um, In 2016, Mitt Romney running for president just showed up on campus because there wasn't a place like the Herbert Institute to to officially host. And and we want to be able to formally bring people from both sides of the aisle and and have these productive conversations and i'm grateful it's really an honor to serve as uh the executive director with governor herbert sitting in the office right next to me and his connections are astounding and wonderful absolutely i think uh again it is a little surprising to think people would protest the former vice president mm-hmm. of the United States as if somehow he wouldn't be welcome on campus. Right. And uh, I know people have emotion uh, that runs high on different issues and, and all, but we're going to try to get past the emotion mm-hmm. and prepare people better. Uh, again, we're sometimes at the whim or the schedule of the speaker. Right. They fly in in the morning, fly out in the evening. And we try to uh, work with them while they're here. But we're going to have, you know, a different perspective, different points of view. And I expect that I'm not going to agree with all of them. So I would, I'd be surprised if any of the students agreed with all of them, too. Right. But that's how we learn. You know, we watch things on television. Uh, we need to get away from all the Republicans watching Fox News and all the Democrats 
watching MSNBC. Right. We ought to have getting a, out of the echo chamber. Exactly. As it were. Reinforce your own preconceived biases and points of view. Let's hear what the opposition has to say. The loyal opposition, we used to call them in Congress, mm-hmm. and, and here see if we can't pick up something that might help me understand their points of view better and say, you know what? They've got a legitimate point there. Let's see if we can work together. Uh, when we passed the uh, significant um, bill protecting gay rights and also protecting religious freedom at the state capitol here a few years ago, it was a remarkable event. And when I was there, I said, if you bring one in, uh, the, the religious uh, protections in a single bill or bring a gay civil rights protection in a single bill, I'll veto them both. Right. I said, what I would like to see happen is for you both sides work together and consolidate this into one bill. Then I will know we have a compromise that both of you feel good about moving forward. And that's exactly what happened. We had national news because in a red state, conservative, religious state like Utah, you were able to find a way to come together. Um, we get calls even today. How would you get Mike Pence to come? You know, how are you going to get do, do these things? We're going to be working with other institutes around the state, from uh, Logan to St. George, and see if we can't get better bang for the buck and share opportunities, maybe collaborate on different things. Our interns are going to, to Washington, D.C., for example. We'll be able to live in some housing provided for us by the University of Utah and the Hinckley Institute. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll, we'll get more bang for the dollars we spend. So I'm excited about the potential. And we're learning as we go, and uh, we'll make mistakes along the way, I expect, and, but we'll pick ourselves up and do better uh, rather than keep stumbling along. But uh, this is an opportunity for our students to hear and Absolutely. listen and to learn and to become better citizens and help affect policy that they like in a direction that I think they would want. So, uh, again, fasten your seatbelt. Hang on. It's going to be a great run. <laughs> and honestly, it's been, a, it's been incredible to see you guys – um, the stuff you've been doing. And honestly, it's been great to report on. Um, as we're wrapping up here, I want to ask you both, out of everything, if if students can take one thing away from this interview, one thing away about the Herbert Institute and the opportunities it provides, what's one thing you want them to remember? Well, I'll go first. I think the invitation that I extended to um, different uh, groups on campus about when we were talking about Mike Pence and, and other speakers is to become involved with the Herbert Institute. We're working on how to formally do that, but our offices are in the the Fugal Gateway building right in the front of, of campus. Um, right now, all the glass is clear. Just walk in <laughs> and, and talk to us and, and we'd love to have that conversation. Um, and, and I think that's where we, we want to practice what we're talking about and what Governor Herbert has practiced throughout his entire political career. And that is listening and talking and understanding one another. And like you said, we're going to um, better have a better product or have a better policy at the end. And so we're here for the long term. We're here to help UVU become a better um, and the students be engaged. And we're looking forward to an exciting future here at UVU. Absolutely. I would echo what Justin said there. We, we really need to have student participation. It's designed to help them to learn and uh, be a better citizen here in this country, a better citizen in the local communities that they come from, whether they're state or county or city. Uh, you know, the information we provide, I think, will help them make good choices in their lives and, and help them participate and help impact the dialogue. 
we hope the opportunity presents itself for the students to feel comfortable, get involved. They're welcome to come and talk to me. Uh, I, you know, I, I got along very well with Barack Obama when he was president, Joe Biden when he was vice president. Both of them are friends of mine. Uh, we didn't see everything eye to eye, but we got along. We learned from each other. And that's what, what we'd like to have established here at the Herbert Institute of Public Policy is for us all to learn together and move forward and help maybe as we become involved as voters and as maybe some of them will want to run for office in the future. Who knows? I never th dreamed of that. I mean, I really never, ever thought I'd run for office. But I got more involved in my business life and my family got older. I thought, you know what? Maybe there's a niche here for me that I can share. And next thing you know, I get elected to office. And next thing you know, I'm I'm governor. So it's an improbable pathway journey for me, but there's others out there probably might have the same opportunity that I had. I appreciate those who shaped my own perspective along the way. So come and join with us. We have opportunities where people just can drop in. Uh, we call it pizza and politics, you know, free pizza. Come and see the governor and talk. We might have uh, some guests there, pizza and politics. And then we have another one called Herbert and Hoagies. So if, if hoagie sandwiches is your choice, come on a hoagie and Herbert day and just hang out with us for an hour during the lunchtime and we'll talk politics. I think you got about a hundred percent of the student body just when you mentioned free food. I think you're <laughs> I think you're ready to go right then and there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, uh, Governor. Uh, it's good to be with you here again. Thank, thank you, you again for your service and thank you, um, Justin. It's great to be with you as well, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to learn more about the Gary R. Herbert Institute for Public Policy, please visit. Visit them on the UVU's website, and please sure to make a, to check them out. They're incredible folks. I've worked with them a lot, and um, it'd be incredible to see what opportunities they offer next. Thank you, get both for coming on. Thank you for tuning into the Wolverine Buzz podcast, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you, and have a good Christmas. Mm -hmm.